Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Matchstick Studio podcast. That's matchstickstudio.co in your browser and on Instagram. My name is Jordan Carmen, and today I'm going to get a little technical for you. I want to talk about, I've picked out five HTML tags and attributes, some HTML markup to talk through. I want to point out what these things are used for, how we help solve those problems with our framework, and why you, the listener, should be using all of these to your advantage. Uh, you know, not only for your, some of these help, some of these help search engine rankings. Some of these uh, are more helpful to users, but all of them are extremely important. And if you're, if you're a user of our framework, you, we have an alert side panel that will uh, alert you to some of these things to maybe help you tweak those or fill in that information. Uh, but we'll get into all that, uh, you know, and I, I mostly want to, first of all, I guess I should say, let's, let me talk a little bit about what HTML markup is for those that don't know. But markup is essentially a, a list of instructions that your browser of choice, when you fire up Chrome or, or Edge or Safari or whatever, whatever you like to use, you go to a website and that website spits out a bunch of markup to the machine. The browser reads all that and it knows how to draw the page. It knows what to show you. It's the list of machine instructions, basically, that the browser uses to show that website to you. So there are some things that the user sees. Obviously, if there's an image, if there's an image tag on that page, then it's going to show you that image. Some things you don't see, they, they are just instructions for the machines or the bots that, that are crawling around the old World Wide Webs. And so we, we have to use what we call semantic, semantic markup. Now, semantic markup is really telling the machines the user has no visibility into this whatsoever. The user doesn't know if this is a, an actual button or a nav or a div or whatever. The user doesn't know this stuff, but the machines know this stuff. So when they come and crawl your page, they can pick up very easily on, oh, this is a heading tag. This must be important because they've, they've signified this as a heading. And depending on the level of that heading, it may be this, this is probably the most important thing on this page. This is a short little title here that they've called out as a heading. I, as the little, as the little bot need to uh, take notice and put that into my ranking factors. Okay, so here's what I want to do. I want to give you the list. I'm going to give you the list of what the five, these five that I picked out of probably, I picked these because they're probably the most useful or at least the ones you're going to, to 
come in contact with or need to be keeping up with the most. I'll give you the list, and then I'm going to go through each one of them. I'm going to tell you what they what they are, what they do, how the framework, how our CMS makes it super easy for you to update these things. And then I should also call out that at no point during when you're messing around with any of this should you do anything that is spammy ever. Don't go keyword stuffing into any of these things because that's a surefire way to get your website deranked and nobody will ever find it or come to it ever again. <laughs> so, uh, and also some of these things, as so I mentioned, they, they, some of these help your ranking because it, it, it's easier for the machines to pick up on this stuff. Some of these are, are great, not only for users who are, who are coming to your website, but also it helps in accessibility for some users who may not, uh, maybe they're blind and you're going to put information into the site that helps their tools that they use to navigate the website to read out to them. Or maybe they have a slow, a super slow internet connection and their images don't load. And so there's a way that you can put a description of what that image would have been. (laughs) And so all these things help. All right. So here's the list. First, we're going to talk about the title tag. Then we're going to talk about the meta descriptions tag. Then we're going to talk about some uh, open graph and some share the share, what we call the share image. Then we're going to talk about the alt text. And then we're going to finish it off fiery with the canonical tag. Very mysterious. All right, number one, the title tag. What is the title tag? You can probably guess, but it's a it's a tag, it's a piece of markup in the HTML that specifies the title of the web page. Whoa, are you kidding me? What is the title tag used for? It's used for all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Search engines use it. Uh, your browser uses it for your tab. Um, syndic- syndic- syndicated websites use it. RSS feeds use it. It's extremely important. It's it's the number one thing that you need to have put into your website is the title tag. And there's some things that can go into it. First of all, you need to pay attention to the search engines. If you if you look at when you search for something on Google, there's a limited they have a limited number of characters that they show for the title that, that you would click on. And so that that can be important. Maybe technically you could put as much information in the title as you want to. There's no technical limit, but Google highly encourages that you keep it between a range. And if you're in our CMS, if you're in our framework, title tags are very easy to update. Update, go into 
your settings on your page, your titles right there. We even have a little icon for you. You can hover over and get the best practices, how long it should be. Ultimately, you want it to be, uh, you want it to be shareable. You want it to be accurate. You want it to be concise. You want it to be descriptive, but you also want people to click on it. So there's some things that go into it from a, from a copywriting perspective as well. How do I get people, how do I describe what this page is in a way that they A, can see the whole thing in a search result and will make them want to click on this? And, and does it make sense? Again, I'm gonna re- I'll probably repeat this every time just to, just, just to be safe. Do not use this for spam. You can't just put some clickbaity stuff in here that doesn't have anything to do with, with your about page or whatever. Speaking of about pages, it's, it's important for this one and the next one, actually the next two, it's very important that you change this for every page. You want to make sure that, that your title of your page and the title tag that is put into the page is descriptive of the page that it's on. A lot of times people won't update the individual pages. And so then all of your title tags are the same because it's just the name of your website. And search engines hate that. The title tag is arguably the most important piece of information that you need to keep up with. And if you're if you're a client, if you're a framework user, log into your framework, hit that alerts panel, it'll show you all the pages that are missing title tags. All right, number two, meta the meta description tag. Ooh, now we're getting into it. What is a meta description tag? Well, this is basically a little bit longer description of what the page, what your site and what your page is. This is the stuff that shows up underneath the title on search results. You know, you're getting you're getting a little bit more information here. You have more characters to play around with. You can get more descriptive about what the page is. Again, this stuff can influence whether people click on your search result or not. So all the same stuff that the title tag does, the description does. The description, the user, when they're on your site, they're never going to see it. It's it's hidden in the background, but the bots see it and the search engine's results will show it. So again, you want to make sure you've got a, a, a concise, accurate description uh, of what that page is and not only that, but you want to make it enticing for a user to actually click on it and and go go through it. I may have already said this, but Google also and search engines also truncate the length. So you don't want it to be too long. Again, you can have it as long as you want it to be, but it's recommended to be a certain number of characters 
and yeah, make sure you have that description. Make sure you have that meta description in there. I should say also, so if you're if you're a user of the framework, you don't have to worry about whether or not these tags are on the page, whether or not the markup is there. Oh, it's there. The only thing you have to worry about is what it says. And if you go through our, if you go through a project with us, we're going to help set you up especially when when the site launches, we're going to help set you up, make sure all this stuff is is good and proper. But as you start to create new pages and new blog posts and new products and things like that, you're just going to want to make sure you keep up with this stuff. Give especially products if you're if you need to have a great description for every single product. And this goes beyond just what's on the page. We have a specific spot in the framework where you go to add this description. It puts it in the proper place so that the machines that we're feeding can have a feast. <laughs> All right, next next is what we're what we call the share image. Okay, this uses this uses another subset of markup that's another whole I mean I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of what is open graph, but it's a whole other subset of of pieces of markup that helps tell social media websites and more and more, but particularly social media websites what your page is about. You can set an image that when somebody shares a web page, and again, this should be different for every page. You should have a different share image for every page. If somebody were to go and share a blog post that you had done or a product that you just added, and they share that on social media, you know how it shows up all night, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or whatever, it shows up all nice and you have a pretty picture and your title and your description underneath it looks kind of like a card. It gets all that information from these markup tags that are in the background that the machines can read. I mean, even now, actually, now that I think about it, the more modern uh, text message apps uh, or just any messaging apps in general and the new... um, the new schema for text messaging is showing those previews in your messaging app too. So I'm sure you're, you're aware when you send a website to somebody in your text messaging or your, or whatever app you're using and you get a little preview of that site, it has a picture, the title and the description. This is where all of this comes from. It's in the background. It's hidden. We have it all built into the framework. All you have to do is fill out a few boxes. You just got to make sure you do it for every page and check that alerts panel. It'll tell you if you're missing any. All right, next. Let's talk about alt text. I don't know if anybody's ever said that to you before, but uh, I think we should sit down and really talk about some alt text. What is it? This alt text is probably the the one that's the most 
utilized across the board for machines and humans. If if you, it's highly recommended that you add alt text to all of your images. Again, in the framework, you go to your image. We have a box there called descriptive text. You fill that out. And so at the, the best reason to do it, in my opinion, the best reason to add alt text is for, is for accessibility, right? You may have visually impaired users uh, that are coming to your website and they're using screen readers. And if you have descriptive text of what that image is, their screen reader will read that text to them so they can get an idea of what that picture was. Again, my most important reason to do it, in my opinion, high, you want your website to be as highly accessible to people as possible and make it available to, to as many, many, many people as you possibly can. Help them out. Help those screen readers out. They'll read that alt text. The other, the next reason I should say to add alt text is if for some reason the file can't load. So if there's an image on your page that for whatever reason, you know, I'm not going to say you uploaded a 20 megabyte image. Okay. I'm sure you didn't do that. <laughs> Go back and check some previous podcasts for tips on optimizing your images. But for whatever reason, the image wouldn't load. Maybe the user was on a slow, super slow Wi-Fi at some coffee shop or something. Those images just aren't coming through. They're too big. They're in, you know, they're in the tundra. And the satellite connection is, is, is just too slow. Rather than displaying that image or while that image is loading, the browser will display the alt text. And will also provide them a description of this great image that they would have seen, but because they're hanging out with Santa Claus in the North Pole, I mean, he doesn't have good internet up there, folks. That's why we have to, that's, I mean, he's the guy that's keeping the post office alive. Here's a third reason to add alt text. For the search engines, they they use this also. Did you know that some people go to Google search to search images? It's true. You may be one of those people. You can help Google Images index your images better by giving by entering in this alt text, this descriptive text into every single image that you have on your site. It'll help them index it properly and potentially it's another way for your content to be found, especially for blog posts, especially for products. If you have some great descriptive text and Google, the search engines find that highly valuable information, when somebody's image searching, they may find your product and they may purchase. So add alt text. 
to all your images. Again, you don't have to worry about what the, what the computers are doing, what the machines are doing with it. It's all built in. You just need, you just need to write, write what that is. And I, again, have I said don't spam it? Please do not put spam in your alt text. Not only are you hurting your potential users with visual impairments or slow internet connections, but you will kill your search engine ranking because the search engines will go, well, that looks like spam. The best way you can fill out your descriptive text for the image, your alt text, is to actually describe what that image is. So if it's a photo of a sandwich, please do not say it's a photo of a bowling pin. Even if you want to rank for bowling pins, but you're taking pictures of sandwiches for some reason, describe that sandwich. Be as descriptive as possible. What kind of, is it a ham sandwich? Put it in the alt text. Does it have lettuce and tomato on it? Sounds delicious. What's next? Last, uh, last one. The best, maybe the best one. Canonical tags. This one, this one is machine specific. This one is, for, this one is for, straight for the bots. Imagine this. Did you know that your website, your homepage could possibly show up to a search engine in six, seven, eight, ten different ways. The URL of it, I should specify. The URL of your homepage could show up in multiple ways. People use, I've, if there's one thing I've learned in all my years of doing this business, people use the internet in all kinds of different ways. I'm still learning and discovering new ways in which people use the internet. One of the ways in which people use the internet is a lot of them are still adding www to the beginning of any website they go to, even though that really hasn't been a thing since we all popped in our AOL disks 25 years ago. <laughs> but www.yourwebsite.com is technically different than just going to yourwebsite.com. HTTP colon slash slash yourwebsite.com is technically different than HTTPS colon slash slash www.yourwebsite.com. Yourwebsite.com with a slash at the end of it is technically different than HTTPS colon slash slash yourwebsite.com no slash. You see how all these combinations start to add up? If you don't have a canonical tag on your website, which is telling the user like, hey, I don't care how you got here. 
But I'm telling you that this is the URL. This is where the authority is. This is where all this information lives. And this is the URL you should be using. So when you're ranking, when you're ranking for me, use this website, or this URL, this web address. This is the one we want you to use. Because people are going to rank to you from all over. And as the bots are, or people are going to link to you from all over. And as the bots are crawling the www webs and they find a link, they follow a link that somebody on whatever website they put your link on, they wrote www.yourwebsite.com. The bot's going to follow that, land on land on your website. We need to make sure we're telling them, hey, we don't use, we don't have five different web addresses. We just have the one and this is what it is. Now, the beauty of the framework is that we handle this automatically for you. We use the canonical tag for every single page so that we avoid these little discrepancies and all the little mishaps that could that could occur and all the potential duplicate content. Because the search engine is going to look at that. If they go to www.yourwebsite.com and then they come back and they go to yourwebsite.com without the www, they're going to think this this is two these are two different web pages but they have the same content that doesn't make any sense i'm tossing them out get them out of here so we want to just we just want to make sure we're telling the telling the old spider bots that when they come to any page on your site that this one URL is the authority. Doesn't matter how you got here. This is what you should rank us for. There's no, there's no duplicate content here. So keep on moving. And that's it. I hope it was helpful. Not hopefully it wasn't too snarky for you. But. I felt like we should get into the weeds a little bit on some of the stuff that's going on in the background. This is not stuff you probably ever need to think about other than, especially if you're a user of our CMS, just check check, check that alert panel. Check to make sure you've got proper titles, you've got proper descriptions, you've got a proper image in there for every page. All of your images are properly described And we'll handle the canonical for you. So thanks for listening to the Matchstick Studio podcast. That's matchstickstudio.co in your browser and on Instagram. We'll see you down the road. <laughs>